Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hello, welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole. <laughs> welcome to another episode, and uh, we just welcome you. Thank you for joining us on Connection Show. We're going to tell you a funny story here in just a minute. Today we're starting a new series, and it's going to be called <laughs> Holy Marriage. <laughs> Holy marriage. You can have a great marriage and a holy marriage, and that's the way to have a great marriage is to have one in the Lord. If you don't have a marriage in God, uh, you're probably not going to have the best marriage. Uh, there'll probably be some things lacking in it. Amen? Amen. <laughs> All I've got in my head is marriage is what brings us together today. Marriage. <laughs> There'll be it's some good. people that won't know what <laughs> that know is. That. If you don't know that reference, you should probably go watch The Princess Bride. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, that's a good scene. We've actually done a wedding where Pastor Brian opened up like that. I made a hat. He did. He made a hat and everything. We should see if I have that picture somewhere. We should. That would be awesome <laughs> for one of our next episodes. <laughs> no, which, okay, well, sorry. We welcome you to Connection Show. Uh, you can watch this episode. If you're listening to it, you can go to connectionshow.org and you can uh, watch this episode. Send us a comment. Send us a question. Uh, send us where are you watching from. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, if you have anything, if you have a prayer request, send that as well. And uh, connectionshow.org. And if uh, you're watching this and it's already aired, you can just do a search for holy marriage and uh, it'll come up. Amen. That's going to be my favorite thing in this whole series. <laughs> holy marriage, Batman. Batman. <laughs> Get a hold of yourself. <laughs> Oh, that's a snap. meme. Can I do that? Almost. To you? No. <laughs> For those of you just listening, he pretended like he smacked me like Batman does. <laughs> In that meme. That's In one of my meme. favorite when he smacked Robin. So we should probably reenact that meme for you know, our cover photo for this episode. I got a feeling I'm not going to end up on the good side of that receiving. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. It's for the sake of the gospel. <laughs> <laughs> You're pleased with yourself right now, aren't you? It's laying on a pants. <laughs> it's biblical. Well, we wanted to tell you a story about uh, one of the funny things we had happened to us in our marriage experience before we were married. And uh, But then we want to talk about holy marriage. How do you have a great marriage? And we just want to tell you, no matter who you are, you can have a great marriage and uh, I would say that, that what we're talking about goes over into relationships as well. Yeah. It's not just marriage. It's in family relationships. It's in friend relationships. Uh, it's in coworker relationships. If you will apply these things uh, in, in those relationships, you can have a lot better relationships. They can go better. Glory to God. Isn't that, that gives some people hope. What? <laughs> I, what? There I is have, hope. I can have better relationships. Some people are like, praise God. I was going to go make a, like a serious comment. I messed you up. You did. No, but seriously, it also applies to your relationship with God. Yes. Because yes, your marriage absolutely. is supposed to be a picture of your relationship with Christ. That's a great point. It that is was a, great a very point. serious point. I know, right? I like, almost knocked you off of that point. 
You did. <laughs> but I'm strong in the Lord and the power of His might. I stayed firm in the Word. <laughs> you recovered. And then we lost it all again. <laughs> oh, it bless is. your heart if this is the first time watching us. Yes. Occasionally we are normal. Yes. No, we're not. Occasionally we aren't goofy. But I got eight hours of sleep last night. Glory to God. And I've had a cup of coffee this morning. And I'm on a cup of hot tea. So between sleep... And, and you, caffeine. You didn't sleep in the Holiday Inn last night. I so. didn't sleep in the Holiday Inn last night. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Um, one of the things that we uh, wanted to do was tell you a story about uh, when we got married. And uh, I'm not sure exactly how to, how to go about this. But then we're going to come back and talk about what a picture of marriage looks like, what it should look like. And uh, But one of the things that's interesting is that in our uh, relationship, we dated for three years before we got married, and in that relationship, uh, it was really good. We had a we had a good time. We had a fun time. Uh, we were together Obvious, most we every married. day. Yeah, it was it was a positive experience, so we decided <laughs> to go further. <laughs> so, um, that's a good that's a good point. <laughs> the dating went very well. If it if it went bad, that what would that say about us? <laughs> And people are more messed up punishment. than we thought. Yeah. Um, it's at least, I don't know how much that established our sanity right then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen to us. Don't. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> we really are saying This is a very serious matter. <laughs> anyway, we had a good three years, and uh, it was a lot of fun. We were together for almost every day yeah. of that three-year period of time. He couldn't get enough of me. <laughs> I, I I wanted to be with you all the time, and uh, that was one of the blessings that the Lord gave. And um, anyway, I remember actually my dad, uh, I got to the point, I, I had actually told you that I was, before we got married, I had told you that I, lo I love you, Right by that point, I told you I love you. But when I get to the point where I'm ready for marriage, I'm going to seek the Lord. Yep. And I told her that if he says no, then I won't get married. So I set I set God as a priority first. And that actually that sounds that probably sounds cold to some people. But if you'll set God as the priority of your life, he says seek first His righteousness and his kingdom, and all these things will be added to you. And so as we set him first, in our even in our dating, uh, that went over into our marriage as well. Well, so. one thing I think is important to point out too is go back to like the very beginning. You know, okay, first of all, you have to know, at the time we started dating, I was, I don't want to say heathen, but, you know, I wasn't raised in church yeah. and, you know, wasn't brought up... Um, understanding godly love, stuff like that. Brian was the son of a preacher man, so he had all that training. Now I got that I got song. that song in my yeah. head. <laughs> so anyways, when we started dating, he told me flat out, I will not tell you I love you until I know that I love you. Yeah. Now, to a person who's in the world, it was 50-50. Part of me is like, oh, who you think you are? <laughs> the other half of me was like, you know what? I appreciate that because I mean, I was taught that your words are powerful, and that you're supposed to be a man or a woman of your words. So I was raised, I was raised with Southern morals, 
I just didn't go to church all the time. So, you know, the majority of me was like, I appreciate that, that he is a man of his word and that when he says it, he knows it's real. Yeah, it was genuine. So, yeah. So we started dating in April and it was December before he told me he loved me. Now, I said it first because I was wiser and I knew what was to come. But eventually he called up to speed and, he, you know, he realized it. So, but no, I think it's important to realize That's that because exactly how I remember it went. Yeah. I'm glad you agree with me. <laughs> I'm glad you know I'm always right. So, <laughs> why gave me his name? Because always right. Anyway, <laughs> but I think it's important for people to realize that because I think the word love has gotten so watered down, and yeah. there's a reason for that. I mean, God is love, and if the world can water down what love is, and essentially they're they're attempting to water down God. Yeah. You know, but our marriage or our relationship from the get-go was we, we're going to say what we know to be true through the leading of God. And yeah. he didn't tell me he loved me until he knew through the leading of God in his heart that this is a girl I love. Yeah. And it was actually after I got saved. Yeah, that was, that was actually the turning moment was uh, the verse that talks about be equally yoked together. Yeah. I never, I would say I didn't grasp that verse until you got born again. Because I'd been born again. Uh, I'd come to know Jesus as Lord when I was seven. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the time that we met, I was not running after him like I am now. I just, it, I just wasn't. Yeah. And um, I was... You know, but at that moment, we started going to church. We, uh, we, I'd been staying away because I'd been hurt by some folks and just, you know, I'd seen hypocrites in the church and, and I let their wrongdoing push me into doing something wrong. And right. the Lord really convicted me about that. And so we started going to church while we were dating. We came home one of those days, uh, sitting at the dinner table and you accept Christ as your savior. It was one of the most interesting moments that I've ever had in my life because at that moment, in a split second, uh, she was, I really liked her. Uh, I really liked her a lot. We were dating. It was fun and everything. In a split second, I felt a connection with her that I'd not felt before because now she was a daughter of God. Yeah. And at that moment, we had uh, an equally yoked, even though we weren't married yet, I felt that love of God pour out in her life. And all of a sudden, I didn't just like her, I loved her. And uh, it was in that moment that it changed just like that. And that's when I really realized, oh, wow, this is real. And at that moment, the Lord said, now, he said, if you were the, uh, you know, if y'all were to get married, what kind of leader would you be? And you're talking about that all came in a split second after we you said amen. Right, right. right. Uh, she accepts Jesus as Lord. In a split second, the Holy Spirit, you know, I feel that love for her. And then he says, what kind of leader would you be in a home? And I was like, uh, Snap, dragon. I'm not going to answer that right now. <laughs> let me let me come back to that because it wasn't a good one. And so I had to really, you know, uh, step up my game in the Lord, right. and, and I knew that's what He was telling me to do. And so that's kind of the setup. And then we dated for a couple of years, and um, about that time, it was about two and a half years that we had been dating, and it was around Christmas. I think the week of Christmas, and it had been just 
getting more and more strong in my heart that it was time to get married. And I, what was, it was scaring me was the fact that, I, I mean, I was just scared of it. I was like, am I ready for this? Am I ready to commit? And can I? You know, I did, that was the scary part. I didn't know if I could. You right. know, I didn't know if I was ready for, you know, that commitment. And I didn't want to make a half commitment. I wanted it to be real. I wanted it to be right. And uh, so I called uh, several pastors and we're talking to them. I got tried to get some wise counsel from there. And then I ended up uh, calling my dad and I said, Dad, I think, I think I'm ready to get married <laughs> and I think I want to, but I'm not positive. I, wanna, I, I need somebody to help me th- you know, talk this out and figure it out. And uh, so I said, what do you think about Nicole? I said, do you think that she is God's choice for me, and I'm her choice, you know, his choice for her. And uh, my dad said, uh, son, he said, uh, are you ready to receive uh, the answer that I'm going to give you? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, Lord. well, I thought I was till right then. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not so sure. And he said, he said, well, and now I'm thinking, God, is he going to say no? <laughs> And then, like, you know, I'm, I really think I'm supposed to, and now I don't need to, and, and I don't have his blessing on it. Or is he going to say yes? And now it's like, oh, I'm getting married, you know, that kind of, because I think that's where I was at already, pretty sure about it. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to hear it, you know. And I, I, I got ready, and all of a sudden uh, he said, I think, she is a, basically anointed by God uh, to be your wife, and you're anointed to be your husband. I always knew I liked you, Roger. <laughs> and, he, and basically, he said, I think she's a perfect match for you. And, uh, and Everybody listening was on the edge of their seats. What's he going to say? Yeah. <laughs> I married him. It's true. Whether he liked it or not, we did it anyway. No. <laughs> he was good. He was good. He said, and I was like, Wow. Okay, and then it got real. <laughs> I was like, okay, wow, okay, my dad and my mom now, you know, over my dad and my mom both think that this lady is okay for me. And that was, you know, that was a I like his response better, not okay. He, she was anointed for <laughs> I don't remember specifically that that's the word he used. No, no, that's what I remember. That's <laughs> Because you were on the phone call, right? I heard it in the spirit. <laughs> uh, but that was the gist of what he was saying. Yeah. And um, he believed that that was the will of God. And so all of a sudden, I... I think he told you you'd be crazy if you didn't, is what you told me. Or somebody yeah, said that. that sounds right. Yeah. And so I had actually been up half the night praying. Um, because when I felt like that I was ready to get married... Uh, I knew that this was not just a decision that Brian needed to make. I needed the wisdom of God. And that's one of the first things that we would tell you about having a holy marriage, you know, um, and having a blessed marriage is hear from the Lord. Any, Any life decision, you need to hear from God. You need to hear from the Lord on that. Uh, where you work, uh, hours at work changing, uh, like taking a promotion or something like that. I can't tell you how many times we've watched people as pastors 
uh, at Boomerang, how many times we've seen people take what looked like a promotion and then it actually take their life completely downhill. There's so many things uh, the word talks about in the parable of the sower. It talks about the, the deception of riches and the cares of this world choking the fruit. Yeah. So there's a lot of fruit in people's lives that's choked completely out. <laughs> mm -hmm. There's no fruit because they have more of the world entangling them than what they realize. And that's where you need wise counsel. That's why I called the pastors. I called my dad. And uh, he, had, he wasn't a pastor at the time, but he had been one before. And I called for wise counsel. Well, I'd also, once I, this phone call came at the end of about three to six months. I think it was three months solid. But for about six months, I was just seeking the Lord. But I prayed. Once I knew, about three months before that, I started praying, Lord, is, is Nicole who you want me to marry? And yeah, I just started praying that. Well, right. the night before I talked to him, I was up about half the night and I was just praying. I was seeking the Lord. Lord, is this what you want me to do? And um, I believe, I, I could tell that I was getting to that place of decision. Mm -hmm. And then it, I felt like it was right, which caused the phone calls. And then I had the confirmation come through, you know, wise counsel. And... Um, so all of a sudden now I'm excited. I'm like, woohoo! Yeah, I'm I'm just so excited, and I'm like, I gotta find a ring. And I was like, I don't have any money. <laughs> I don't have anything. I don't have any money, nothing. And but I knew I had to find something, and um, so I went shopping. I was like, well, I'll go shopping. Well, anyway, the Lord worked out all of that. I ended up with the perfect ring. God helped me. He provided. He showed me exactly what to do. I ended up with the perfect ring, the one that I just really loved, and it was so valuable to me. It was very valuable to me. And um, so then, this was about December 23rd? December 22nd. 22nd, you okay. proposed on the 23rd. Okay, I was, I was planning on proposing on Christmas Eve when we opened presents, and so this was the 22nd, and I was coming home. I was out of town, but I was coming home uh, where the city where you were at. I was mm -hmm. staying in a different city. I was in Charlotte. You were in Greensboro-ish. And uh, so I was... I was in Pleasant Garden. <laughs> Shout out to Pleasant Garden. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> I was coming home on the 23rd, and then we were going to open presents on the 24th on right. Christmas Eve. And I was going to propose then. But anyway, so on the 22nd, I went shopping all day. I found the ring at the end of the day. It all worked out. I had it in my possession. And uh, so I call her and, or you call me. I one called or the you. Other. You called me. Well, I'm about to bust because I am so excited. Like, I am, I, I am about to bust. Not only that, but I'd had like three hours of sleep. So I was excited and tired. And I knew that my logic was not working <laughs> Very well. It'd been a long night. It'd now been a long day. I'm excited. I want to tell her. I want to, I want to talk to her about, you know, what I know. I know something you don't know and you're going to love it. And because she really wanted to marry me right from the get go because she's really wise. And, um, <laughs> I agree with that part. So, <laughs> and, uh, so I felt like I did, I didn't feel like she would say no. I felt like it would be an easy yes, but, Anyway, Did you just I call me easy. No. 
<laughs> but thanks for taking that out of. Yeah. Welcome to okay. marriage. Holy marriage. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we gotta keep it real. It is real. It is real. So anyway, she was talking. We were talking on the phone, and uh, I realize I am so excited. I realize I'm so excited that if we keep talking, I'm. You know, spill the beans. She's going to recognize the excitement in my voice. And if she recognizes that excitement, then she's going to wonder what's up. And it will clue her in to the surprise. And I didn't want her clued in to the surprise at all. So I'm like, I've got to get off this phone. I cannot stay on this phone. So you tell your side of that. So here's how it happened. So I call him. <laughs> and at this point, yeah, first of all, I love Christmas. And then I got my boyfriend who's coming home. So I got Christmas and my boyfriend's coming home and I'm young 20 year old girl. I'm all excited. So I call my boyfriend and we're wanting to talk. I'm wanting to talk and I'm talking and he's just like very not there. Doesn't want to talk. Like it's <laughs> obvious. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. One word answers. And I just know in my head, he's like yep. probably playing a video game, not paying attention to me. And just not talking. So I'm like, oh, snap. Nah, this ain't how it's going. And he like got off the phone with me. Oh, heck. <laughs> I was... I was pacing, like I was in the kitchen, and I was like pacing back and forth, wearing a track out. I was, I was like, oh my goodness, I got to get off the phone. Anyway, go ahead. And meanwhile, like I'm at home on the bed, like, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh, and talking, and huh, and what is his problem, you know? And so then he gets off the phone with me. Oh, so I was hot. So the next day, I'm going Christmas shopping to finish up Christmas shopping with my friend, and pretty sure we had pagers back then. My <laughs> pager is blowing up, like messaging, wanting to know when I'm going to be there. How much longer you got? And I look at my friend Kathy and I'm like, dude is crazy. If he thinks I'm going to rush my schedule, he didn't have time to talk to me yesterday. I'll get home when I get home. I'll see him when I get there. If he wants to see me so bad, he should have talked to me yesterday when I was trying to talk to him. Oh, I was sassy. Because at this point, I had gotten home. Mm -hmm. And now I'll, I'm like, I'm not going to make it till tomorrow. I am not going to make it till Christmas Eve. And uh, so I pretty much decided I'm proposing pretty, pretty much as soon as I see you. And so then... I just want you to get there because I'm so excited. So that's why I'm blowing up the pager. Yeah, and I'm just being sassy. And so eventually I get there on my time and we're sitting on the couch talking. And all of a sudden, like I'm sitting this, this way facing everybody talking. And all of a sudden, like everybody leaves the room. Like there's this mass exodus. It was Brian and his dad. and his... Hold time out. So when she comes into the house, let's let's not skip this part. Oh, she, she's added two D. I mean, it's like Little Miss Sass. I mean, look, I'm a Southern redhead. What you expect? <laughs> she she thinks I had treated her rude when I really loved on her in my conversation by keeping the secret. But I figured it out. The story's not over. <laughs> But she walks in, she's like, mm, mm, like, isn't hardly talking to me or anything. And uh, I'm, a, I'm about to bust, like, I'm so excited. But then she, I'm like, what in the world? 
and she and she was wasting time. Like normally, when I would come home, she'd be there within minutes. I mean, thirty minutes, she would be there. That's yeah, that's true. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'm excited to see it mostly. So now I've been there for like an hour, hour and a half, and she's like, "Well, I'll get there when I get there." <laughs> I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> I remember. I turned into Berlinski Hope Factory off High Point Road when I got that last page. And I'm like, girl, I'm, mm-mm, like, mm-mm, nah, we ain't doing this. I remember exactly where I was. And so, so anyways, we're on the couch. Everybody leaves. Like, mass exes, Brian, his dad, his sister, stepmom, everybody just <laughs> leaves. And I'm like, okay. But I didn't think anything of it. Well, then they mosey on back in, and I'm talking to his mom and his sister and his dad, and then I notice something out of the corner of my eye right here, and he's down on one knee, and he has a pretty ring, and he proposes, and I said, is it real? <laughs> Not yes. Not, oh, I love you. Is but it, you have to understand, I should have real? remembered. And it was like really expensive <laughs> at that time. It was I should have remembered to bring the the first engagement ring because that would have been awesome. I should have brought that. I still have it. When we were dating, he was picking around with me, and he got like this quarter machine ring that's like <laughs> an orange pyramid on one of the adjustable bands. It's he's like, like it was huge. It, it was huge. It it was huge. It was like the stone itself was like this big, you know. And he's that's like, "Here, will you marry me?" <laughs> it's pretty big. Anyway, so I'm like. And I was super excited, very caught off guard. The dude was just very rude to me the day before. I wasn't expecting a proposal. So anyway, so he proposed. Yes. And eventually we started talking. I surprised you. And he told me how excited he was and that he was really pacing the floor, not being a turkey. And I apologize for being sassy. It all worked out. <laughs> At least he knew what he was getting into. And you know what? It was a great story. <laughs> and uh, it was a lot of fun. It's one of my favorite stories to hear again today. But I think the biggest thing that we can tell you is, you know, marriage can be a lot of fun. And it starts when you're dating. And it should that same fun should continue. Yes. As you can tell that we even have fun telling the story. And uh, it should continue. But here's where marriage starts. It starts at... Is it ordained by God? Yes. If it's not ordained by God, then it's going to be hard to have one that's right because what he ordains yeah. is what's the best. Here's the other part of it is um, if it's ordained by God, uh, it needs to be based in him. In other words, it needs to be from a heart of love. And the word tells us that you can't really love without having received God's love. So the basis of marriage is to receive Christ. When Christ is the king, that's when you can truly be equally yoked and bound by God himself. And so start right there. Right now, no matter where you're at, just pray this with us. Just say, Jesus, Jesus, right now, right now I make you my Lord. I make you my Lord. You're the director of my life. You're the director of my life. I believe in you. I believe in you. Thank you for, Thank taking, you my for mess. taking my mess. Thank you for taking my Thank sin. Thank you for taking my sin. And thank you for carrying it. Thank you for carrying it on the cross. On the cross, you died for you me. You died for me, and I believe. And I believe that God brought you back that to God life. God brought you back to life. 
And that he raised you up. And that he raised you up. And when he raised you up. When he raised you up. He raised me up. He raised me up. And right now I right receive now, your I love. Receive your love. Jesus. Jesus. Baptize me in your Holy Ghost. Baptize me in the Holy Ghost. To help me live this to life. To help me live this life. Of love. Of love. In Jesus, in Jesus name. Jesus name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. So, Amen. holy marriage. Start with Jesus. Keep it with Jesus. And it'll be fun and it'll be right. More next week in the next episode. Holy marriage. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Connectionshow.org. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.